Hello, everybody. It's My Fishing Cape Cod podcast host, Kevin Collins, and welcome to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast presented by Cape and Islands Mitsubishi and Cape Codder Boats. In this excerpt from our weekly fishing report formatted podcast, you're going to hear a conversation between myself and Amy Wrightson from down at Sportsport in Hyannis, Massachusetts. Amy and I are going to discuss the Albi fishing, Benito fishing, and the striper and bluefish bite. Toward the end of our conversation, we'll also dive into a little bit of Tatog. Now, as I just mentioned, this is an excerpt of our weekly fishing report formatted podcast. If you'd like to hear the entire podcast with all of our guest experts, head on over to MyFishingCapeCod.com. It's there you can use your username and login to access this week's podcast in its entirety, as well as all of our past and future podcast content. If you're not yet a member of MyFishingCapeCod.com, I encourage you to head on over to the site and please sign up for a one-month membership. Give it a try. If you don't like what you see or hear, you can feel free to cancel without any hassle or obligation. But we really hope you stick around. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Sportsport's Amy Wrightson. Well, up next on today's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast, we want to welcome in our great friend Amy Wrightson of Sportsport in Hyannis. Amy, how are you doing this week? I am great, Kevin. How are you? Doing well. Thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast as always. And what I want to start off with this week, Amy, is talking about the funny fish because that's something I'm really missing at home. I've been away for three weeks now and all I'm hearing about is albies. Let's start off with false albacore. How's the bite been for you? I went out um, over the weekend, um, the sort of stormy, rainy, windy day and um, managed to get one. Um, I was actually too lazy to change my lure over to uh, a swimmer, and I just trolled an epoxy jig, and um, I hooked up with one, and that was super fun, always, Um, and it was just getting bounced around so much in the boat that I just went inside and um, ended up going for the, the blues and the bass inside the harbors, and that was fun, too, but um, I've spoken with lots of other people who were out that same Saturday and days since then, and they've all been doing really well. You know, it's the Albies have been super finicky, but um, it seems like that, that locked jaw has uh, eased up a bit in the last several days. Um, so that's been a lot of fun for people going in their boats and also, you know, people fishing from the shore. So um, that's been super fun for a lot of different people. And talking about funny fish as well, I had a chance to text with you a little bit last week and you got into some Bonito as well. Why don't you tell folks about that experience and that trip? Yeah. So, um, my husband and I actually were fishing over by the vineyard and, um, we're really excited because we said we wanted to get Bonito and that's what we did. (laughs) And, um, we didn't see, you know, lots of signs of life. We didn't see lots of birds diving or fish busting on the surface. Um, so again, we were trolling and, uh, we had at one point, you know, three lines out. I think one we had, uh, like a Rapala or Yozuri, um, you know, lipped bait that was just, you know, a couple feet under the surface. And then again, <laughs> I guess I, maybe I'm lazier than I like to admit, but, we had an epoxy jig trolling, and then we had an albi snack trolling. And um, we caught several fish on the albi snack trolling. 
and um, that was all Bonito. We didn't see any Albies, and that was really great because we got to have it for dinner that night, and uh, then we put some in the freezer. So that was also super fun. I'm sure you're aware the derby's going on on the vineyard. So, you know, we saw tons of people fishing over there. And, um, you know, the derby's like the real deal. Like everyone is fishing always. And um, we saw lots of really big bluefish being pulled in from shore. So that was also fun to sort of be a little part of that excitement. I've got to ask you too, before you go on, how did you uh, prepare the Benito? How did you eat it? We had some um, just like sushi. And then the rest we just put in the freezer. So we haven't, um, you know, cooked the rest of it. But, you know, we ate some just like sashimi. And it was Very cool. really yummy. Yeah, yeah, it was great. But closer to home, they've been getting Benito from the beach on the south side and, you know, from the boats, like close inshore. So you certainly don't have to go all the way to the vineyard. Um, so that's been fun. They've been mixed in with the albies and, and bluefish as well. So, you know, the Benito don't always come in close to us uh, on the south side of the Cape. So it's really exciting when they do. That's got to be a little bit of a rarity, right? That these funny fish are in tight enough where, you know, a lot of the shore fishermen have access and it's not just the boat guys. That's great. It is great. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked to a lot of people who, you know, they've been putting in a lot of time. And I think if you did the, you know, the ratio of cast to catch it might not be that great. But um, this past week, it sounds like they've really been able to um, get some tight lines and and have a lot of fun with that. Now, closer to home, what are you hearing about, you know, stripers and blues? Um, has it been kind of quiet? Has most of the focus been on the funny fish? Or are you still hearing some positive reports? Definitely um, a lot of positive reports. You know, south side um, bass and blues, I've been hearing more, you know, in the inner bays and harbors. Um, they're still loaded with bait, um, you know, lots of peanut bunker, which are actually like a little bit bigger than they were a few weeks ago, um, you know, maybe bigger than the palm of my hand. Inside, um, you know, that day that I decided to get into some calmer waters and just go inside of the bays. Um, you know, I was getting tons of two, three pound bluefish and um, and some schoolies as well. And they were just, you know, feeding on all that bait that I was just talking about. I've talked to some other people who um, have been able to find some bigger fish, um, both bluefish and striped bass as well. Um, and on the north side as well, um, people have been fishing Dandy Neck and inside Barnstable Harbor, and they're finding schoolies as well as, you know, slot-sized fish and bigger. So um, there's definitely a lot going on. Do you think from your kind of experience, Amy, that these fish, you know, might stick around a little while? I know we're kind of in that fall migratory pattern but in, in your neck of the woods do they, they still kind of tend to hang around for a little bit longer or are we starting to see kind of the tail end of that migration do you think i think we've still got a little more time um you know in my experience you know we're we've done well you know into october so as long as the bait is here um the fish should should stay with it you know we've been 
where are we? We're like getting towards the end of September here, mid end of September. So yeah, we've got a little time. So I think it's definitely not the end. Now, when we talk a little bit about the shop too, one of the things I wanted to give you a chance to chat about is uh, just kind of the different baits that you have, you know, whether it's live, frozen, freshly dead. One of the things that the guys are kind of turning their attention to this time of year is to tog as well. So I just wanted to ask, you know, just about Sportsport, where you are with your stock and supply, and also if you have the green crabs in for the tog. Yes. So we do um, carry the live green crabs, um, and those are definitely starting to sell pretty well. I actually haven't heard a ton recently um, on the Tatog bite, but um, I think the, the fact that we are selling them is uh, a good indicator. Um, and we also have uh, salted clams, which you know stay on the hook a little bit better than just regular clams. Uh, the Tatog like those as well. Um, I think most people prefer the green crabs. But then, you know, we have the live eels and the sea worms and, um, you know, all the frozen stuff, mackerel, bunker, squid. And then for the the freshwater, which, um, you know, the state, I believe, has started their fall stocking program. So we've got shiners, crawlers, trout worms. So I think a lot of people will start to, um, you know, do a little of both while the saltwater is still going on. Well, that's beautiful, Amy. I'm sure plenty of folks are going to be heading down to Sportsport to stock up on bait. I just wanted to thank you for taking time out of your week to join us here on the podcast, as always. And I can't wait till we chat again. Hopefully, I'm back at home. Thanks so much. My thanks to Amy Wrightson of Sportsport in Hyannis for joining us on this week's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast, presented by Cape and Islands Mitsubishi and Cape Codder Boats. As I mentioned off the top of this recording, this is just a sample of this week's Fishing Report formatted podcast. If you'd like to hear the full podcast in its entirety with all of our guests, head on over to MyFishingCapeCod.com. It's there you can use your username and your password to access this week's full podcast as well as all of our past and future podcast content. We put up one of these Fishing Report formatted podcasts every Thursday or Friday for our members. If you're not yet a member of My Fishing Cape Cod, head on over to MyFishingCapeCod.com. It's there where you can sign up for a one-month trial membership. If you don't like what you see or hear, you can feel free to cancel after your month without any hassle or future obligations. So thanks for taking time out of your week to check out the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. This is your host, Kevin Collins, signing off. And until we chat again, tight lines and take care.